Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Welcome back to the front porch. We got a beautiful night for recording here. There's not a cloud in the sky. The cold front, we're at the very beginning of the cold front coming through. Uh, you can just hear the, the nice nighttime sounds of Madison County just surrounding you in your speakers, in your headphones, however you're listening to this. We thank you for, for tuning in to this fantastic show. Let me tell you something. Big Friday night last week. Big Friday night tonight, if you're listening on Friday. Let's save let's save most of the talking for the show, Uncle Song. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. We wish all of y'all out there in Potluck Podcast land a very happy Friday and another beautiful, beautiful night for Friday Night Lights in the Peach State or wherever you may be. This is your host, Colton Dean, to my right, fabled commerce football historian and fan, (laughs) your local United States postal worker in Maysville, right on the border of Jackson and Banks County. Disputed lands. Uncle Saul. How we doing? Doing great tonight, Dino. I'm sitting here on the front porch listening to the crickets. Drinking a nice cold glass of milk. <laughs> uh, so USPS right there. Well, when you hit 30, your late night beverages just start to change. No doubt. Uh, so I'm I'm enjoying it. Been enjoying uh, a whole week since the Commerce Tigers beat the Lincoln County Red Devils last week. Uh, what a game. Should we jump right into it? Let me let me do some clear let me do some uh off the top clearing house. Okay. issues first um first of all off the top follow us on twitter at potluck football there you go you know where to find us that's where you can communicate with us shoot us some dms we always like some sources you know we always like some banter some friendly banter <laughs> um and then we also uh my brother matthew dean designed some stickers for us uh some potluck football strutting tiger Glowing eyes, laser eyes, stickers. You'll see that on our Twitter as well, an image of it to go with this description. Uncle Song, what do you think about those? I think they are super. I mean, what a design. Local artist Matt Dean really knocks the socks off here. And and what a better time to release the strutting tiger with laser eyes than after last Friday night. When we got those green eyes lit, one and zero, they were with back. The tiger eyes lit with them back. With the return, back. Undertaker gift rose from the dead. The tiger eyes, Owen two Undertaker gift, but he has green eyes, and it, then he, and then he turns into the board. It was something special. Owen two without the eyes lit, one and zero with the eyes lit. We're back. We're back, and uh, you know. The eyes were back, and commerce was back, 
I think after two close losses at home and off week, the Tigers seemed ready to unleash some pent-up frustration on a proud Lincoln County program. Just over six minutes into the game, the Tigers did just that. Sophomore standout tailback Jaden Daniels reached pay dirt, a 25-yard touchdown rush. Ivy Talbert's PAT was good. Commerce led early 7 to nothing. Dino, what did you think about the beginning of the game? No, you're exactly right, Son. I thought, I thought they came out. Uh, pads are popping out there. I mean, pads are always popping when Commerce plays Lincoln County, but it, it felt like Commerce was delivering most of the blows yeah. early. So that, that was a good good tone setter, I think. Yeah, we looked really good with our front seven against their offensive line. And when I've seen Commerce play in the past, that's usually an even matchup or when Commerce plays Lincoln County. That's usually an even matchup for Commerce Lincoln or a matchup slightly in Lincoln's advantage. Yeah. So we really saw the front four and really the front seven on Commerce defense match up well with Lincoln County's offensive line. And I do think the the two, like you mentioned, in the lead, like the two close losses, close-ish. I mean, Hebron kind of ended up running away, but we spotted them 12 points to start right. the game. So that one felt closer uh, I mean, it was tied. The Commerce had to lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I guess you can consider both of those close losses and then a bye week. I think there was basically three weeks of, like, frustration that were ready to, you know, Exercise. ready to come out and, 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 and get rid of. Yeah. And, and that showed in the way that the defense played, just like you were talking about. Uh, the next two drives after we scored, the Commerce D forced and recovered a Red Devil fumble and forced a turnover on downs. Uh, That last turnover on downs set up a very impressive 76-yard Commerce touchdown drive, which was capped by a three-yard Jaden Daniels touchdown run. Talbert's PAT, again, was good. Commerce, 14, Lincoln County, zero. The score remained at the the same at the half. Um, Speaking of halftime, we had a little uh, festivities. It was packed, by the way. Yeah, great homecoming crowd. I, that's been one thing, like, I will say this season about Commerce games. Even the away game we had to Southside, and I think will be the case tomorrow in Homer. Oh, buddy. Huge attendances. Big, I, a big crowd this past Friday night, for sure. The biggest yet. Yeah, and I think from Lincoln. Lincoln brought a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, hundreds. 200, 300, it definitely hundreds. Yeah. Which we haven't really seen. Like, even Murphy didn't bring... As many as Lincoln. Yeah. it Visiting crowds don't travel like they used to, so it was nice to see several hundred people come from Lincoln County. Yeah. Um, speaking of homecoming, though, it was homecoming Friday night for the 2020 Tigers, or 2022 Tigers. Um, Miss Rachel English was crowned homecoming queen. Clap Congrats. Clap it up. Clap it up at home. And another nice addition, Commerce and all the residents at Tiger Field were serenaded by a stirring rendition mm. of Fleetwood Mac's Landslide over and over and over again. It was again. fantastic. There was, uh, I don't know what that instrument was that was like the shaking thing. They had a few, they had a few shakers. Yeah. They had a few shakers. And every now and then, the shaky, is it the shaky that shakes the shaker? What's that person called? Or are they both shakers? I think they're sh- both shakers. How about that? 
every now and then they'd get a little cocky and they'd kind of do a little toss in the air. It was really and cool. Turn it, turn it over and catch it, and then shake, 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 toss in the air. Had they, had, they were beating them, and they were they were had the they were they were uh, they were in flow, is what you call that. It was it was a very very nice night. Um, <laughs> I loved it. The flute solos, there was a guitar solo in there. It was all very soft. Um, but congrats to the band. Congrats to all the young women on the homecoming court. It was it was a great scene. Uh, after the half. On Commerce first second half possession, sophomore tailback Jakari Huff exploded through the Commerce line for a quick, seemingly untouched 74-yard touchdown run. Uh, Ivy Talbert's PAT was good, and with 2:28 left in the third, Commerce led 28. Or excuse excuse me, 9:28 left in the third. Commerce led 21 to nothing. I don't know about you, Dino, but when Commerce got up three scores. And it was twenty-one to nothing. I, I was thinking we might put 35-0 on Lincoln County. I don't know what I felt, but I, I felt it was. Like, it felt like you weren't playing Lincoln County. It really did. Anytime in my, the history of my life, I've never Commerce has never been on on the that end of the ordeal. Uh, you know, as far as beat, beating them by three touchdowns. I think it's a fair statement to say that Commerce has never led until last Friday night, Lincoln County, twenty-one to nothing. I think that's probably right. Uh, But Lincoln County was Lincoln County, and they would not go quietly. Standout senior quarterback Trey Huff scored two touchdowns for the Red Devils, one rushing and one passing. Both two-point plays failed. Uh, From the get-go, Lincoln County did not attempt a PAT, so that kind of got them behind when it came to the score. Um, they had to go for it on, on both of the the PAT tries. Um, so Commerce led 21-12 to 12 with 8.34 left to play in the game. And that's when Commerce really got to work. And then the offense really laid on the, the Lincoln County defense. Um, and hats off to the, the offensive line here and the backs. The Tigers capped a soul-crushing eight-minute and five-second drive with a late Jakari Huff touchdown. Jakari scored with 29 seconds left to round out the score. 28 to nothing. Talbert PA good. Final from Commerce. I said 28 to nothing. 28 to 12. Final. Commerce over Lincoln County. Any final thoughts there, Dino? Uh, late in the game, I thought we should have nailed it. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. We talked about that at length. We didn't really just talk about it for the people who weren't there. And may not have seen it. We got a first down inside the ten yard line with what? A minute and a half to play? Yeah. And it was first and goal from like the three. But there was only I mean, I think you could have took one knee and the game was over. Yeah, there were twenty nine seconds left on the clock. When they finally took the snap. Yeah. Um We could have taken one knee and it Lincoln County wouldn't take a timeout and it would have been twenty one. I think that would have been it. And it was funny it was funny. That that happened the same weekend as if if you're an NFL fan, you you know about the Jets Browns. Yep. The only way that you for sure win that game is if you take a knee, (laughs) and the Browns found that out the hard way. Yep. So as unlikely as it is, I think it's also kind of. I mean, I don't don't know. I guess it's just a kind of a respect thing with Lincoln County. Yeah. You never know. 
you never know what Lincoln County is going to have the next time you play them. And, and if it's the same coaching staff, even if, even if it's not, they probably ain't going to forget well, that. And, I, I don't know. I don't know what the point of it was, really. And it may have been one of those things. And maybe where they would have called. Maybe about it. Maybe Lincoln would have called a timeout. I don't know. But I don't. I don't even know if they had any left. Yeah. So, but then rightfully so, Lincoln County got the ball back and threw it through bombs like four straight times. Yeah. So and took time. I, I think that says enough. It's like okay, like really. So, anyways, I just thought I'd throw that in there because that was like a thing that happened at the end that I think was on. We talked about it briefly. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if anybody else in the stadium even noticed, but right, it was just something I probably would have done. Yeah, I I think most Commerce fans would probably agree with you there. Um, you want to get into some stats here? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. Um, we did have access to stats this week. It's been a little spotty so far. Um, that may you guys may have noticed we haven't had the most statistics like we usually do. Future All-Stars, the, the website that we have used in the past, uh, we've only got two games thus far off of Future All-Stars, the Murphy game and the Lincoln County <coughs> game. Um, also got some stats this week from LincolnCountyRedDevils.com, a pretty good website for a high school football team. Uh, offensively, for the Commerce Tigers team, <coughs> we rushed for 306 yards. Oh, on, uh, we should also – are we? well, go, keep going. Sorry, go. <laughs> 306 yards on 40 attempts. Breaks down to a healthy 7.4 yards per carry. Uh, individually, Jakari Huff led the team with yardage, uh, 155 yards on 15 carries for two touchdowns. Jaden Daniels right there behind him, uh, 116 yards, 15 carries, and two touchdowns. That's where I'll stop you. Jaden didn't play in the second half. Right. So he had... I'm hearing thigh. A deep thigh bruise is what I heard on the scoreboard report after the game. Okay. A, a Brown says a deep thigh bruise. Deep thigh bruise. I think he will be available this Friday night. Okay, but we won't get too. I mean, let's 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 keep Friday. Let's keep tonight at the end of the show. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> but uh, that's the that's probably the. Re- I mean, it was good that Jakari went in there and. Tore was able up. to fill you know fill that role so quickly and had a great second half. Yeah, some big runs. It's a nice one-two punch. It really um, is. Hopefully, Jaden. You know, Jaden's good. Deep thighers. You don't hear that one too much. No. Must have been a helmet. Happens to me like on the edge of tables and stuff. Might have been a knee. Knee to Could have been a knee. Too. Could have been a knee. Um, but I, I I do think that he'll be ready this Friday night. <clears throat> from from uh, from Son's lips to your ears, <laughs> he thinks Jaden's ready to go tomorrow night. Tonight, if you're listening, Friday, we do that. We do that a little too much. Tonight, we say tomorrow a lot. We probably should just start saying tonight because no one listens. I mean, it's always tonight by the time people are listening. We got to pretend in our in our mind somehow. We got to pretend like it's Friday. It'll be tough for me to do that. But I'll try. You're 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 a true you're a true fed. <laughs> you got to stay on the date and time, baby. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Saul. So you're you know, come on. Defensively, <laughs> we had a good game defensively. <laughs> uh, team defense, we only allowed we allowed 247 yards, uh, 35 attempts on the ground for Lincoln County, 132 yards rushing for only one touchdown. Trey Huff had a Pretty good night through the air. He had 115 yards, uh, 10 for 22 passing, uh, one touchdown and one interception. Everybody everybody was in the house 
that would have been in the house two years ago. Yeah. Trey Huff was in the house playing for Lincoln County. Sammy Brown was in the house cheering for commerce commerce in the student section. And then the rest of the team was playing for commerce. Yeah, it was an interesting (laughs) dynamic there. Um, Just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. We did. We one thing we did really well Friday night is we forced a lot of turnovers. So defense uh, played great. Really, the de- really the de- tough. Defense played really good. Like uh, probably among the best defensive efforts I've seen from a Commerce team against Lincoln County my entire life. I would agree with that. I would agree with that because it's not. I mean Trey Huff and their running back um, Jenkins. Jenkins are are are. They were good backs. Good. They're good. Yeah. And it's not like their line was small. I mean, it was a you know that's what that's the most common talking point that people ask me. You know, between now and last Friday that I've talked to that that weren't able to either catch the game or saw the score or whatever, the number one question was like, "Well, I mean, is, is Lincoln County Lincoln County?" Yeah. Like that, that's always the question because you never the, the past ten years they've sometimes they haven't been. Yeah. But to me, I've answered yes. Like I mean, they had the size, they had the speed. I mean, they. To me, they look like a Lincoln, like a good Lincoln County team, like not a state championship, but a good Lincoln County team. I think they were a good post Larry Campbell Lincoln yeah. County team. Yeah, I think over the last ten years, they were they were probably in the better half of those ten teams. Yes, um, I do think that the defense for oh the the one thing I was going to say that that proved that is they have a, a guy on their offensive line number sixty six who is a Hurst. So like you have those yeah. names, the Hearst, the Hearst was out there in Lincoln County, and they're still there. Probably a Norman was out there flying around somewhere. Uh, there's Brown. There's been a lot of Browns over the years in Lincoln County, uh, but one one stat that really showed how well and aggressively the defense played were the turnovers. At one forced fumble, Matthew Simpson made this play, and if I remember, it was a play where Lincoln was getting close to the end zone. Matthew Simpson played really good, too. Probably his best game we've ever seen him play. Yeah, uh, Number 23 plays in the secondary for the Tigers. Uh, and then we recovered the fumble. Then at the end of the game, um, after the late Commerce touchdown, Jackson Morris did make an interception. Uh, that yeah. really, like, statistically, that one doesn't really count in the flow of the game. But the one that does count is we forced Lincoln County to turn over on downs three times. And one time was on the Commerce six-yard line. So we had a goal goal line line stand. stand. Stuffed crust pizza. I mean, against Lincoln County, that's a huge deal. And that really bodes well for Commerce for the rest of the year. You know, can we be tough on defense? Can we come up with a big play? At times, we've we've been a little undisciplined, but this past Friday night, it really looked like we've turned a corner. I think we ran out of uh, potluck shirts. We did. There were so many defensive plays. No doubt. Uh, individually, had it, wanted to highlight a, a few guys here. Leading the team in tackles, maybe for the first time ever, sophomore safety, kind of roll-up roll, uh, roll safety rover type player is uh, Mac Mullis. 11 tackles for the sophomore. Cole Hill behind him with eight, linebacker there. Jackson Morris, DB, with seven. Colton Hill, defensive end with four and a half tackles, and Talon Carroll plays a linebacker, sometimes walks up. We were playing a 50 defense. I think he was playing the nose uh, this past Friday night some with four uh, tackles there for Talon. Uh, Special teams continue to be a big big deal for Commerce. 
Uh, Colson Smith had three punts for 130 yards. That's a 43.33 average uh, on the punts there. And Ivy Talbert was perfect with her PATs, four for four. Um, weren't penalized very much either. So just three penalties for 45 yards Friday night. So overall, a great team win. Uh, we pick up our sixth win in the series with Lincoln County. Um, so that means, do a little quick math here. Uh-oh, dangerous. Not so quick math. Oh Two out gosh. of seven we win when we play Lincoln County. So inching up there. Uh any final thoughts there, Dino? I don't have any final thoughts. Great, great win. What, what's your What's your final thoughts there, Saul? I echo what you said. A great win. All right, lightning round. It's time for a lightning round. Week five review. Jumping right in. Seven uh, A. Number one, Buford forty four. Number two in Triple A, Carver of Atlanta sixteen. Buford scored twenty nine unanswered points after trailing sixteen to fifteen at halftime to win their fourth straight game. Justice Haynes. 216 all-purpose yards, three touchdowns over 50 yards. In 6A, the Leghorns, Gainesville, 55-6 to six winners over Appalachie. Gainesville is number five in 6A. Um, led 48 to nothing at the half, so uh, mm. never was very close. The Apple Knockers <laughs> of Habersham Central, 28. Forsyth Central, 21. Knocked them apples, Uncle Sone. North Forsyth, 14. Jackson County, 3. Tough one for Jackson County, but they are who the computers think they are. Uh, yeah. They seem to be right on the spread every time. And down the, moving down the classifications to 5A. South Forsyth, 41. Clark Central, 34. Glad's put up a, a nice fight, but no dice. Uh, so they they seem to have had a turbulent past few weeks. So um, we'll One and three start. We'll see how that goes. Lambert, 43. Flowery Branch, 20. Loganville 27 to the double G dogs of Wander Barrow 14. Loganville led 17 to nothing at the half. 4A, you had North Oconee 42, Madison County 0. Uncle Sawn, anything to say? Well, can't say much about that, can you? Triple A, East Jackson 35, Franklin County 17. Can't tell them folks down in Nicholson nothing right now. Can't tell them nothing. They're on cloud nine. Hart County 31, St. Francis 7. Hart County uh, was only a three-point favorite. Yeah, big result there for uh, the Bulldogs over there in Hart County. Their running back, Nori Moore, had a big night. They've, they've got a lot of good players over there. Paul Davis is another one. 174 yards on the ground with two touchdowns for Moore. Oconee County lost in overtime to 4A Burke County. 28 to 21 was the score there in Waynesboro. Oconee led 21 to 14 in the fourth quarter, but lost after allowing two passing touchdowns. One was in overtime. Shout out to Waynesboro, bird dog capital of the world. The world, song. The world. The uh, big thanks world. to Doc for the clarification on that. He did let me know as I was walking up the stands last week. There we go. <laughs> we hadn't had somebody on the road that you could hear in a long time. A long I live time. a long way off the road. That's a loud car. Still going. He's firing it up. He's heading to Homer right now. Number nine, <laughs> Stevens County, fifty-three to fourteen winners over White County. Saw them Indians now. They benefited from several short fields. They won the Mountain League game of the week. Ben Stowe passed for two hundred thirteen yards and three touchdowns. 
What do you think about what do you think about Steven's song? I do think they're the real deal. Uh, I think last week you called that they would win eight AAA. I don't know if I'm that hot on them yet, but I think you look at the statistics, you look at this result, um, White probably was a, I mean they were a twenty seven point underdog. Um so they were they were definitely not favored in this game, but I think White County's still a, a pretty decent team. Um, Stevens has got a lot of good players. I, I I really think they'll make some noise once they get in the playoffs, like they did last year. I mean, they upset a number one seed last year in the first round of the playoffs from the four spot. So, Javon Gordon scored four touchdowns, rushed for fifty six yards. I wonder if he's a hoss. Is he a hoss? I don't think ball? so. I don't think so. It just seems like he should be a bowling ball with that stat line. Yeah. I I think it was just a product All-Scott. of the short field, the fridge. Uh, I think I think Stevens is the real deal. I got him winning region. Uh, I'm gonna stick my stick by my guns on that one until they prove me otherwise. Double A Banks County thirty three to nothing winners over George Walton. They covered that eight point spread very easily. Cam uh, Cooper twelve and a half tackles for the Leopards. Six of those were for loss. Homer. Rise up, 4-0, the Leopards song, the Leopards. Fanning County, 56, Murphy, 23. Tough loss for Murphy, and I wonder if they've had any injuries or something because Fanning's not very good. I have seen, um, if you remember when Commerce played Murphy, number 34, Ty Laney was their best player, uh, fullback, linebacker. He has broke his leg or something. He has a leg injury that was season-ending. So that's uh, okay. that explains that loss there. Union County forty eight, West Hall seven, down into single A D two before we finish off a single A D one top ten. Single A D two. Uh we got Coosa thirty one to fourteen winners over Towns County. And then uh Elbert County will move into I guess this is sort of both. Yeah. Single A D one and single A D two, but they're Elbert County's number ten in, in uh single A D one, so it fits in nicely there. Uh thirty two to twenty winners over Washington Wilkes. Quan Moss continues his stellar year, another two hundred plus yards on the ground. Um uh, what 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 do you I so to to start I guess to say this game was wasn't even as close as the score is. Because Washington Wilkes had to have a, have a pick six and a kickoff return for a touchdown for it to even be remotely close. Right. So that says a lot about Elbert. Um, thoughts on this one, Uncle Saul? Well, I think right here in the middle of the season, you always start to figure out who's the wheat and who's the chaff. And right now, Elbert really is the wheat. I mean, they're the real deal. Um Week after week, we see big numbers. We see big scores from them. Um, and I would have expected this to have been a, a closer game. Um, I think Commerce is going to have their hands full at the end of the season with Elbert and Raven back-to-back. Seems like Elbert's got a good uh, one-two punch there. Uh, Javen Hickman, 191 yards passing, three touchdowns to go along with their running back. Obviously, I already mentioned his stat line, Quan Moss. Uh, they also held Washington Wilkes to 98 yards of offense. So, sounds like Elbert's pretty good, folks. The rest of the top 10 in Class A D1. Number 9, Darlington, 41 to 33 winners over Northwest Whitfield. Darlington led 27 to 7 at the half, but allowed a comeback and had to block a PAT to preserve a 34 to 33 lead late in the game. Uh, Darlington added a late 
really late pick six to seal the game, 41-33. to So Northwest Whitfield had a chance to win that game after being down 27-7. to Number eight was oh. – Well, Darlington was a one-point underdog in that game too. And uh, I believe Northwest Whitfield is a 4A school. So that's a big win for Darlington there at number nine. Number eight, Lamar County, 42-16 to winners over Jackson. Number seven, Whitfield Academy was off. Number six, Brooks County, 26-18 to winners over 4A, number nine ranked Bainbridge. Bainbridge was an eight-point favorite. Song, Brooks County keeps bringing that hammer, I'm telling you. Yeah, they've had a really interesting start to the season. Brooks County is a little bit like Elka in like the public school aspect. They schedule really tough off like uh, non-region games. But Brooks has been a little bit more successful than Elka this year. So I'll tell you what, that first sentence of that statement you just had would get you hanged in Brooks County. Irwin County, tw- <laughs> Irwin County 28, Rockmark 14. Irwin County goes on the road up to number six in Dole. Rockmark knocks them off. Uh, Cody Soliday, the Irwin County quarterback, went 10 for 15, passing 245 yards. Rockmark 1 out of 10 on third and fourth down conversions. Number four is Beckley County. They were 33-0 to zero winners over West Lawrence. Number three, Raven County, 42-13 to 13 winners on the road at Heard County. Number two, Swainsboro on the road at ECI, 42-12 to 12 winners there. They held ECI to 159 yards total offense. Um, number one, Prince Avenue, 30. Number four in AA, Elka, 15. Prince held Elka to 239 yards total offense. That was what you would call a lightning round. Fast. What was uh, any anything you want to clean up out of the top ten there on single A D one? Other than there are some really good teams. Yeah, I think you, when you start looking at really good teams in single A D one, you got Prince. I mean, that's a huge result beating Elka, thirty to fifteen, and then Swainsboro just decimates in county rival. Are, are they in the same county down there? Swainsboro, is that in Emanuel County? Twin Cities? Man, I don't know. I think I know they're close. I don't know. They are very close. Uh, but I just came through there. I had to go work in Savannah this week. Uh, I don't know. Let me let me let me let me check. Yeah, Emanuel County. They're both. Yep. Big big win for them over a big rival, and then uh, the wins for Brooks, Irwin, and Darlington were huge statement wins. So. It just shows how strong single A D one is this year. I know you and I have talked about that off air, but when you look at single A D two and even double A, like single A D one is like arguably stronger than both of those leagues. Yeah. Uh wrapping up the lightning round, region eight A D one, Providence Christian thirty six, Athens Christian nineteen. Um let's move in. To the Potluck Football Mountain League Good Old Boy Power Rankings TM 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 Copyright 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 <laughs> Week Five Uncle Song Run us down the Run us down the road here So no, numbers the one long, windy curvy road through these Mountain Good Old Boy leagues Come on Numbers one Come on Numbers Come one. on Numbers one and two, uh, Raven and Stevens stay the same. Raven improves to four and zero. Oh, Stevens improves to four and one. The only loss on the season there for Stevens actually came to Raven fourteen to seven earlier in the season. 
Lumpkin County. Paying that gold, baby. <laughs> paying it. They're paying it up there. They're working. Uh, they they were off last week, right? They were off. I got a big one this week. Uh, staying at 4-0. Dawson County coming in right behind them at number four, two and two on the season. The Apple Knockers. Knock them. The, the largest school in the Mountain League. Let me get, see if I can get this right. The good old boys, Mountain League, TM, 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 copyright, copyright, copyright. We'll have to see if that's exactly what it is on Twitter. I got it I got it copy and pasted on Twitter. Okay. So, I don't for all y'all out there trying to trying to steal, steal the shine here, <laughs> just know you ain't going to do it. Can't. Can't, can't touch it. it. But uh, four through six are all two and two teams, Dawson, Habersham Central, and White County. Uh, Gilmer. Possibly looking to move ahead of White County this week. Uh, still three and one. They got a big game, I think, against Pickens this week. A big Mountain League game. Uh, number eight and nine. Two surprises on the year. Union County at four and one. Banks County at four and two. Both of those teams from eight double A. Fannin over there in seven double A at two and two. Picked up a big win over Murphy, North Carolina. Uh, North Hall. One and three at eleven. Pickens one and three at twelve. Picked up on their first win of the season last week. And Towns County, Iwasi, down here, up. smallest school in the Mountain League. Stand up. One and three at thirteen. That was your lightning round of results from Week Five. Song. Any final thoughts before we jump into Week Six? Nah, let's let's do it. Six, week six, around the area, preview, here we go. 7A, number one, Buford, 19-point favorites on the road at Marietta. Combined 193 seasons and over 1,200 wins of football between these two programs. Common opponent would be North Cobb. Buford defeated them 21-14. Marietta lost to North Cobb 35-21. Down in 6A, number 6, Gainesville. Their leg horns are off this week. Habersham Central is opening region play against Lanier. These teams have met each season since 2016. Lanier leads the series 5-1. and one. Habersham Central, six-point favorite song. I, what you like up there? The power of the apple will be harnessed. knocking. There may be some Is that some in, side is that in Habersham? Uh, it is. It's in Mount Avery. That so. may be the closest game to Commerce Banks tomorrow night. Yeah, probably is. Probably might is. see some Lanier fans floating around Banks Crossing. Might do it. They probably hang out in Cornelia though. They get they got some considerable stuff in Cornelia. Yeah, they do now. Yeah. What the, are they the are they, Lanier's the are they Longhorns? Longhorns. Yeah. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. What do you think though? You think the knockers can knock them? I think they edge them. I, I think this has been a close game. they slice game. them up? Yeah. Dip them in some peanut butter and have at it? <laughs> they take care of them. Or is it a candy apple? Or is it like a I chocolate I think it's an dip? apple cider. Oh. <laughs> I think the boys are fermenting. Golly. So you do think they're going to win? Yeah. Okay. I do. I think this is usually a close game. Um, I think last year it was a close game. I was actually going to pull that up and see... What we Pull had. it up for us on. Jackson County is a nine-point favorite against Appalachie. 
uh, one win combined between both these two schools. But Appalachia has scored 33 points and allowed 164. So I think Jackson County has uh, the better the better resume to this point, even though they're one and four. They've only they've lost four games by 11 points or less. And uh, but Jackson County has only beaten Appalachia once in the last six. Uh, did you find? Yeah, not usually a close game. I was wrong. Usually at so least. So you, you're going a little bit of a limb there, but Haversham Central is the favorite. What do you think about Jackson County and Appalachia? Boys from Jackson County wins big. Oh, okay. So it'll be twice in seven tries there for the Panthers. Yep. Uh, on the road at Appalachia. So down in 5A, Clark Central and Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson's a three-point favorite. Unexpected records for the two preseason favorites in 8-5A. The first ever meeting between Jefferson and Clark Central. It doesn't seem real, but it is. Yeah, they have had some uh, scrimmages over the years, but they've never played in the regular season. I mean, you think about it, just, what, 15 years ago, Jefferson was in single A. So, never would have played Clark. Yeah. Flowery Branch, a three-point favorite on the road at Eastside. It's a Thursday night game, so they're going on right now. So, let's see if you can get us a score on that. Gotcha. Song. Winder Barrow's off. In 4A, Madison County's off, so Psalms got a chance to recover when he takes it on the road to Banks County tomorrow night, tonight. Uh, number two is North Oconee. They're 41-point favorites on the road at Chestity. You got Winder Barrow score yet? I mean, uh, sorry, Fire Branch score? I'm looking. Come on, Psalm. Fourth quarter, Eastside 34, Flowery Branch 14. Eastside might be the favorite. Flowery Branch might be bad. Well, I'm thinking Eastside might be the favorite now in that region. Fire Branch is two and two. They might be bad. Who is Fire Branch beating? They lost. I know they got smoked by Stevens. All right, let me let me get. But Stevens is good. Get back to us on that. Let me go through AAA and you get back to us on Fire Branch. We'll come back. We're circling back a lot. We are. We're putting pins in things out here. A lot of corporate talk. Franklin County is off, and the boys they need it. Uh, Our County, forty-eight point favorites versus Cross Creek. Uh, sounds like an apartment complex again there. Them and Glen Hills. Uh, or a golf course, maybe. Lumpkin County, 15-point favorites versus Pickens, which seems crazy, but that's a good old Mountain League game there. We'll have to have some coverage on that one tomorrow night. Number four, Oconee County is off, as well as number nine, Stevens County and White County. A lot of off. This is a big off week for AAA. What do you got on Fire Branch? So, Fire Branch, they beat Decatur by one point, Ooh. beat St. Pius at home by... A score of nine to nothing. Lost to Stevens uh, twenty-seven to eleven, and then lost to Lambert uh, forty-three to twenty. And I correction for what I said earlier: Gilmer plays Wesleyan this week, so that mm-hmm. might be a big deci- deciding. They game could in jump that up. They, they could jump could. up in the Mountain Good Old Boys Mountain League. In Double A, Athens Academy, a fifteen-point favorite at Mount Vernon. Last non-region games. In eight double A, who do you like there, Uncle Song? I think Mount Vernon might sneak a win there at home. Really? I think it'll be. I'll at least say it's going to be closer than fifteen points. Okay. Shout out to George Washington there and <laughs> uh, Mount Vernon. Is, that's who you're going with. Is that what you're saying? I say. Come on, Song. They, Take a stance, George Washington or. Who wins the game? Or Joe Tereshinsky. Who wins the game? Joe T. 
That's disappointing. Banks County and Commerce are squaring off, which that's going to be fun to talk about. East Jackson, 28-point favorites against Johnson and Gainesville. So the, the folks in Nicholson, I mean, Dan's doing all-time business. What's the, <laughs> the other biscuit place right there across the street from Dan's? Just packed out every morning. Folks in there with their coffee. I mean, just can't get enough of the Eagles right now. Flying I, high. I hear people are driving all the way from center to eat at Dan's. Because they're That's so excited how good about they East about Jackson right now. 28-point right favorites. Union County is off in double-A, and that wraps it up. Single-A, D2, big one, big one, I thought. We sure we got this right? Who? What are you thinking? I thought Lincoln played Washington Wilkes this week. I don't think so. Let's, let's, let's double-check double on check that. I'll double-check Double-check on that. Because I, th- I thought I saw that – Somewhere, I don't know if it was Georgia High School Football Daily or if it was on somebody's Twitter. That might have been JV, though. Might have been. That gets confusing sometimes. I just saw that Jackson County was 5-0, and and I was like, what? And then I looked, and it was their JV. We'll figure that out. If they're not playing each other, who cares? Uh, Towns, who cares who they're playing? Towns County is off. Uh, that wraps up single A, D, 2. Um, Class A, D1, top 10. You got it yet? Yeah. So, it is correct. Lincoln County is at Richmond Academy. Where did I see that they were playing Washington Wilkes this week? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Was it Facebook or Twitter? It was right. It was literally right before we started recording. It was like, Washington Wilkes. So it was something like we're tuned up to play the Red Devils. Hancock Central might be. Nah, are they? The something? No, they're the Bulldogs. Anyways, Class A D one top ten, number ten Elbert County at Jefferson County. Elbert's looking to go five and zero for the first time since their 2015 season. Uh, song. Elbert's sixteen point favorite on the road. Uh, I think I like the Bull, uh, the Blue Devils there. Was that 2015? Was that Miko? Yeah. Man, first time since Miko. I think, I think, yeah, I think they're going to get it done. Number nine is Darlington. They're on the road at Dade County. Number eight, Lamar County, on the road at Social Circle, where they are 29-point favorites. Yeah, both of those games will be big wins for the favorites. Number seven, Whitfield Academy at Raven County. Yeah. Big game song. Class A, D1 game of the week type stuff. First meeting between the two programs, Raven has scored 177 points through four games, only 14 against only 14 against Stevens County, True. though, and zero offensive touchdowns. True. Stevens is tough, man, I'm telling you. Uh, Whitfield has only allowed 44 points, so it could be another uh, situation that Raven runs into where they can't score. Yeah. Raven County is an 18-point favorite. Song. Who do you like? That, who do you like the spread and who do you like to win? So, Whitfield and the spread. No doubt. Uh, I mean, that's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Even though, even though they got to go up in windy roads. Yeah, it is at Raven. That's though. a long, that's that's a a long haul. Because they're out of, Whitfield's what, Marietta? Sandy Springs? Yeah. Somewhere out there. Somewhere out North, there. North Metro puke. <laughs> puke, uh, sprawling, just suburban Buildings. trash. Somewhere in there. <laughs> yep. That's where Whitfield's from. Uh, I, I think I like Raven to win. Going up to Clayton. Yeah. They might spend the night in Clayton. Nah. You don't think so? No, nah, they ain't staying up there. 
They're too good for that. There's a hotel. They're too good for that song. They might stay at the Dillard House. Could do. That'd be a little bit past that, though. Maybe they'll stay at... Uh, what's that Go place skiing. called? Man, what's that place called? There ain't no ski too resort up skiing. there. Too, too early for skiing. There ain't no ski resort up there, song. What are you talking about? Uh, number six, Brooks County is off. Number five, Irwin County. 19-point favorites versus Metter. Um, thoughts on that one, song? I think Metter is bouncing back. They're, I get, think, they're getting better and yeah. better. They had two really tough losses, uh, one to Swainsboro and one to Pierce County, who's ranked second in AAA. Uh, they quietly beat Dublin last week 12 to nothing. I didn't really hear about that game until I started diving into the scores this week for research. Another I-16 battle. Number four, Beckley County. 26-point favorites on the road at Pelham. Pelham must be having it down here. Um, number three at Raven County, obviously already touched on that one, hosting Whitfield Academy. Number two, Swainsboro is off. And number one, Prince Avenue is off. So they'll likely keep their, their spots there at one and two. In Region 8A D1, a game not covered, but implications because we could have some uh, some crossover and you can maybe look at some scores here. Athens Christian taking on Hebron Christian. Hebron is a 25-point favorite, and Hebron remains undefeated 4-0. What do you think, Song? I think Hebron's going to win this game by close to 50 points. I think it'll be – the score will be whatever Hebron wants it to be. Where's this game at? Athens. Up 29. We'll learn a lot about Athens Christian based yeah. on that score, I think. They lost to Providence last week, 36 We learned a lot last week. That's true. We learned a lot last week already. Biggest win, arguably, in Providence Christian history. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. All right, let's get into the talk of the town, the talk of the two counties, the talk of Banks Crossing. It's, this is it, song. This this feels this feels uh, feels like something I'm excited about. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk commerce at Banks County, song. Commerce at Banks County. Wait a minute. Before before we get too far down this road, I think I want to issue a a fatwa um, to all the listeners and to you. So we have. Uh, I have at least. I think I've said, I don't know, upwards of hundreds of times that if Banks County ever beats Commerce, the pod's over. The pod's dead. Delete the Twitter account. Delete all the episodes. Burn it to the ground. Pretend it, pretend nothing ever happened. Perhaps stop football and uh, maybe just he- invest heavily in soccer moving forward. <laughs> Given the circumstances... All that has been taken off the table. If Commerce loses tomorrow night, we won't we won't delete the pod. We won't delete the Twitter. We won't burn down the stadium slash program and invest all of our money and infrastructure into soccer. He was just joking, folks. I wasn't joking the first two seasons. Mm. I was dead serious. 
and I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I might be dead serious moving forward, but I, I, but I just want to make sure that after, you know, if they, if they lose tomorrow night, I'm not gonna, I don't think it'd be, it's not like losing to a normal Banks County team. Just Which is a sign of respect. I feel, I feel like that's a that's a, a show of respect, you know, a little bit, a friendly, you know, uh, a friendly, you know, gesture, a friendly uh, handshake across the aisle. Yeah. To to Banks County, across, across the Banks county Crossing, line. across across the bridge of I eighty five. Yeah, across Jay Moore, you have to meet me at Walmart and shake my hand. Well, so, so I I wanted to go ahead and issue that get it get out of, get out ahead of it. I'm a, I'm a little offended that you, th- that you thought I was joking. I wasn't joking the first two years, and I, I don't know. Maybe I kind of want to. I kind of want to go back on everything I just said. I kind of want to. I kind of want to cancel that fatwa and say, you know what? We're back on. If commerce loses, <laughs> we're burning this all to the ground. Well, that's your that's your call, Dino. Mm. Maybe we should do a Twitter poll. Maybe we should do a Twitter <laughs> poll. Get the people involved. Let democracy reign. That's that's up to you. I need to have a, I need to ponder on that. I need to have a, I need to have a think. <sighs> I mean, they're four zero. They're four zero. Yeah, I mean the respect not only for the comes, first time since what eighty six. They are four zero for the first time in a long time. I I think it is nineteen eighty six. First time since what Terry Allen was running around. I mean, I can't I can't we can't we can't burn it all down just for that, can we? Let's look that up. I, that's a statistic I should know. Terry Allen's senior season was 85. I think it's the first time since 1985. First time since 85, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Fatwa is standing for now. If we get a lot of comments on Twitter that we should issue a poll, then I'll do it. Okay. Then we'll issue a poll, and if, you know, we'll let the people decide. We'll let the people decide. I, it was 1991. They were four and Yeah, and then what? And then, well, that that's what we're gonna get in here and talk about right here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're talking about respect. I don't think you're the only one who has has said a few respectful things about Banks County lately. I think the Maxwell rankings have also had some respect for Banks County, and that is evident by the spread this game. Uh, came out this morning. Commerce is a four-point road underdog to the Banks County Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> a junkyard dog. Road uh, dog. Road dogs bark the loudest. I mean, that gets me fired up. I know it gets you fired up. I've seen you tonight. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about going up there to Homer. Speaking of Homer, that's where the Banks County Leopards play. Zip code up there is 30547. Fun fact. About Banks County. Oh, this is about to be fun. There, so Homer is buckle up. Homer is the only true post office specifically to Banks County. Like they don't have any territory in any other counties. So there are several post offices though that have territory in Banks County. Commerce three zero five three zero. Commerce three zero five two nine. Maysville three zero five five eight. Gillsville, 30543. Lula, Alto, Baldwin, Cornelia, and Tacoa, and Carnesville all have territory in Homer. So 
or in Banks County. So Banks County has a ton of post offices that service it, but only one post office that is truly in just Banks County. Kind of interesting there. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, just a little postal trivia for you so guys. So the only post office in Banks County is in Homer, in the Banks County borders. No. So what Maysville, are you saying? What's the, what are you saying right now? So like Jefferson, in Jackson County, Jefferson just delivers to Jackson County. Pendergrass and Talmo just deliver to Jackson County, uh, but Commerce delivers to several counties. Yep. So Bank Homer. Only delivers to Banks County. You see what I'm saying? So Pendergrass just delivers to Jackson County. Yeah. Jefferson just delivers to Jackson County. Homer just delivers to Banks County. Yeah, but... Is that what you're saying? Maybe this is not as cool as I think it is, but... (laughs) Well, I'm just trying to understand. Well, I don't... There are a lot of other post offices that aren't in Banks County that service Banks County. Yep. And Homer's the only one that just services Banks County. Can you say the same about like Isla? Isla's post office? So Isla is serviced by Commerce and Danielsville. There's no routes that come out of Isla. It's just the window. So what you're saying is Homer has routes, whereas like Pendergrass, Jefferson doesn't have routes that service just their county. What's the difference in Pendergrass and Homer? As Nothing. far as, like, the fun fact. Nothing. That's, like... That's it, not as fun, then. I was just showing that there are other post offices that only service one county. Um, but I feel like this has gone on long enough. Banks I, County... I, I mean, I, I, you know, who knows? People <laughs> like to hear about zip codes and post offices. Uh, Banks County is in 8AA. They've they've been in eight AA for a, a while, uh, dating back to. 20- hang on, hang on. Let me stop you there. Where's that frog at? Where's our Where's our frog? I don't see him. He didn't skirt it off without us. How did How did he do that? We got busy talking. He just flew under. Hopped talk, under to all the listeners. We've been We've been keeping keeping tabs on a frog that's out here munching up bugs, and he just disappeared on us. Is that a good omen or a bad omen? What do you think? <laughs> Undecided. I I don't see that as being good or bad. Positive or negative. It's just, I just think it just it's happened. just nature. All right. Okay. Well, all right. Let's 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 continue. Okay. The frog. The frog. It, it threw me off when I looked over there, <laughs> so I had to bring it up. Um, I was talking about Banks County's region. They're in a region eight double A with where commerce arguably maybe should be right. Uh, Athens Academy. Union County, Fellowship Christian, Providence Christian, and East Jackson all belong to that region. Uh, they've been in that region since 2016. They were in AAA, if you guys remember, for four yeah. years in that 7A or 7 AAA region that was really kind of a, a light region. Um, but they were in 8AA this whole millennium. So uh, get looking at their program... Banks County is not an old program. Uh, traditionally, if you grew up before 1958 in Banks County, or if you were in school before then in Banks County and you wanted to play football, you had two options. You could drive down to Commerce or you could drive up to uh, South Habersham and play. But 
1958, Banks County fielded their first football team, and they played two seasons, 58 and 59. Then they took a decade off and came back in 1968, and they've been playing ever since. So uh, 57 seasons for the Leopards in total. I got to know what happened in that 58 and 59 seasons. But really, I'm, I'm aching to know how they fared. They took a decade off. So they went. They played three games. Three games. They played two games. Lost four. to South Hall and Tallulah Falls. Lost here some scores. Tallulah uh, Falls. Tallulah Falls. That first season they lost South Hall thirteen to nothing. Oh. Tallulah Falls six to nothing. Oh, that's not bad. Then they had a game with White County that we had no score reported for. Uh, <laughs> then the next season they went zero four and one. So they lost oh, they to tied wa- somebody. Yes. They lost to White County, thirty-three to nothing. Tallulah Falls, twenty to six. South Hall, seven to nothing. They had an exhibition match with the Commerce JV team. Lost to Commerce's JV, twenty-nine to twenty-seven. Dude, that's what took them out. That's what made them stop football for a decade. Uh, then they came back the next week and lost seemingly on a Saturday to uh, Union County. 14 to 6, tied with East Hall, and then tied with South Habersham's JV in another exhibition oh, match. No. Then they came back in 68. They lost the Converse's JV in 59. They said, we got to reevaluate this thing. <laughs> that may have started it all. Um, traditionally, Banks is not a really strong program. They win just 40% of their games with an overall record of. 223 to 332 and three ties. They have zero state titles, zero region titles, 13 playoff appearances, though, with just one playoff win. That was by forfeit. I ain't um, counting that. They got 13 playoff appearances, no wins on the field. True. That's, that's how you say that. True. <laughs> uh, their head coach up there is Jay Reed. He's been up there for five seasons now at Banks. Starting something. to click. Yeah, that's the only place he's ever he's ever been the head coach of. Uh, he's won 14 games and lost is he 31. New, is he the new Dabo Sweeney? That wasn't Dabo's fifth year is when everything came together? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too attuned to the Clemson football scene. I am because I'm friends with Joe. Joe yeah. loves Clemson. That's who we need to talk about, Dabo. Um. Jay Reed's won 31.1% of his games. Fun fact, Banks County only has two head coaches in program history with uh, winning records. Um, Former Commerce assistant Josh Shoemaker was one of them. Uh, He coached up there from 2016 to 17. He won 12 games and lost 11. And then the longest-tenured Banks County Leopards coach, Dennis Marlowe, won 55 games and lost 48. Uh, he was there from 89 to 98. And he's the only Banks coach to ever defeat Commerce. Uh, beat Commerce in 1990, 29 to 24. And then in 92, uh, 28 to nothing. Um, the Commerce Banks. Dude, what is Dennis Marlowe doing these days? I don't know. You think he might be at the game Friday night? Well, no. I mean, how is he not like. How is he not like lifetime coach? I mean, how is he not coach forever? 
Well, his last season, Banks County, was in 1998, and they went 0-10. Um, I don't even know if that matters. He only coached at Banks County. He coached 10 seasons He's got to still be County. around. He's probably living somewhere in Gillsville. He's got to still be around, right? Yeah, got to be. Um, the Cummers-Banks County series is a really interesting series. I think when you look at Commerce rivalries, you got you got several, and I wanted to talk to you about this because I th- I thought you'd have a good perspective on this. So Commerce rivalries, I I think number one would be just unequivocal. Commerce Jefferson. Yes. Then you got a second tier of rivalries. I say Banks County would probably be the number one geographic rival to Commerce. Geogra- I mean, they're the closest, okay. Then you have, like, as far as, like, tight games and struggles, you've got several programs that emotionally you have rivalries with, like Athens Academy, mm. Buford, and Lincoln County. Yes. So they're, like, in that same mid-tier with Banks County, but the rivalries are so different. And then, like, there's a third tier where there's, like, geographic rivalries with Banks or Franklin County and Madison County. And, yeah. And to a lesser extent, East Jackson. Mm-hmm. But that one really hasn't been able to be flushed out on the field. And I think that's pretty much your rivals for Commerce. Um, I mean, I think that's clearly open to debate. But when I think about Commerce rivalries, those are the ones I think about. I'm sure somebody would probably bring up Commerce South Habersham that was a little older than me. Well, that and, like, uh, West Rome, right? Yeah, those type games. And, like, back in the day. Commerce like Carrollton. Like, what, DeCula? DeCula was in 8 for Duluth, a long time. Duluth was a big rivalry back yeah. in the day. So, like, if you, if, you, if you talk to some true, you know. If you talk to Jeff Prickett. If you talk to some old heads in commerce and got the real lowdown, those are probably the real ones. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing if you talk, like, to different generations of, like, Georgia fans. They, like, if you, like, tell different generations to rank their... Their rivalries. Their Georgia rivalries, like... Tech would be number one for a lot of old A lot people. of old people, for sure. Yeah. Like, especially if, they, if their heydays were in, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like, Tech's always number one. Yeah. But for, like, us... Florida. Florida. Like, it was all, I mean, duh. Like, yeah. Florida's number one, always. Um, so, and it, that, that could be geographical, too, if you think about it. I mean, if you talk to a Georgia fan living in Columbus, probably Auburn. Yeah. You know? Up here with... Talk I'd, to somebody up in Clayton, Tennessee. I mean, that's kind of annoying living right there. I've always not liked Clemson. Yeah, Clemson over here in East Georgia. Clemson's tough. Yeah. Augusta, maybe South Carolina. Yeah. You know? It is uh, that, that's, a, that's a good. I think you got a good tier system there, though. Well, thank you. I put a little thought into it, but I wanted to run it off some, run it by you and our listening audience. If you have any ideas there, let us know. You could add a ton of teams in that tier three. Yeah, because you could add like social circle in there. Yeah, we've had some like close games, pretty wild games of social circle yeah. over the years, like all, dating all the way back to like my brothers. And the senior year was like crazy. Um, the 07 game. That way, yeah. The spike at, on fourth down or whatever it was, yeah. throw it out of bounds on fourth down. That but was crazy. Emotionally, they don't like us. They, so that they don't. A lot of but fire it's it's kind of a lot like 
a lot of other teams with commerce that are in that maybe that tier three where like they they don't like us a lot more than we don't like them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, in Georgia it runs into that a lot too. Yeah. Where like if you ask a South Carolina fan, it's like where's Georgia? Oh, they're number two. Georgia's our second biggest rival. Yeah. And if you ask a Georgia fan, it's like South Carolina. Like we don't think about them at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think in that tier three, a lot of the commerce rivals fall into that. Kind I agree. Of, kind of category. I agree. And I I brought all that up to say. This is a huge rivalry for commerce, but it is an extremely lopsided rivalry. I also think this is – this might be – I think this is Banks County's Tier 1. I think it is. I think Banks County probably is commerce and East Jackson. It's way commerce. But way, way, way no, more no, commerce. East Jackson ain't on Tier 1. No, no, not on <laughs> Tier 1, but that's probably – For Banks County, team. commerce is – is like tier one podium, like reaching to heaven. Yeah, and then East Jackson be down here about six feet on tier two. And <laughs> and one big reason is is Commerce leads this series, thirty two games to two. And I'm gonna run through some quick hitters right here, just some little facts about the series. Commerce won the first game at Banks County, not including the Commerce JV in nineteen. 19- <laughs> 58. You got to include that one. Well, Commerce won 29, the, the JV won the first game 29 to 27, but the var- first varsity contest here was won by Commerce against at Banks County 32 to 0 in 1970. Mm-hmm. 50 years later or 51 years later last season, Commerce beats Banks County at squeaked, Tiger Field. Squeaked by. Squeaked. Yeah, it was tough and we talked before the show had Bo and Roberts not gotten hurt in that game, Commerce may have lost that game. Commerce was on the ropes last year. We folks. really were. That was, I mean, a huge turnout for that game. Incredibly emotional. Commerce wins ten to nothing. Uh, Commerce has shut Banks County out twelve times out of thirty-four games. Commerce has sh- scored twenty-eight or more points twenty-seven times against Banks. County. That's a good stat. Uh, I did not know that. The average score in this series is a Commerce victory over the Leopards, 34.2 to 9.2. So, four touchdowns. 35 to 10, if you want to get, like, football-rounded numbers. Right. Roughly that. 35 to 10. So, the only – this is a – I dug a little bit deeper into the statistics this week. The only ranked matchup that ever came between the Commerce Tigers and the Banks County Leopards – was in Homer in 1985. Mm. Uh, can you tell us anything about what was going on in 1985? Terry Come Allen. Dean. Well, Terry Allen was in Homer. Uh, neither you or I were born. Uh, 1985. Is this like what we're doing? Like, what was the number one song in America? Yeah. Do we guess that? Do you know it? I don't. What's your guess? Uh, let's see. What This would have been like what? Se- let's just do September for, for argument's sake. Beat it by Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, or Thriller. Nineteen eighty five number one song. I think it's probably like a Prince. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Prince. Okay. Something. Uh let's see. Maybe we should just do what's the number one song. Okay, wait a minute. List of Hmm. Which 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 one of these can I uh can I trust here? There's a ton of lists. You got to go Billboard, right? Yeah. Billboard, I, I feel like it's reliable. Let's see. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Um, so in September... 
<laughs> Let me make sure this is 1985. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is 1985. This is. <laughs> We're gonna go <laughs> dire straits, money for nothing. Oh, and your chicks for free. An absolute, an absolute hitter. Oh, oh that's good stuff. And this matchup between the second-ranked Commerce Tigers and the sixth-ranked Banks County Leopards was an absolute hitter, too. Uh, Commerce was 9-0. Banks County was 9-0. Golly, the list of these songs on the, in 1985. Oh, man, this is just good stuff. What you got? Just, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, Foreigner, I want to know what love is. Like a virgin, Madonna. Can't oh, fight this feeling, place. Ario Speedwagon. One More Night, Phil Collins. I mean, the, people were in their feels in 85. Yeah. Crazy for you, Madonna. We are the world, USA for Africa. That one was on there for four weeks. Wow. Brian Adams, Heaven. I mean, people were just absolutely in their feels. The Power of Love, Huey Lewis and the News. I mean, I'm talking about... And then Money for Nothing said, "It's time to break some. It's time to break some stuff up." <laughs> Commerce is playing Bates County. <laughs> They're both ranked. Let's drop this heat. <laughs> uh, so the the cool thing about this game and take look, on me, October nineteenth. Oh man, great stuff. All right, sorry. That's okay. I got carried away. Um, the cool thing about this game and high school football back in the time was Commerce and Banks County both played in 8A North, which was a sub-region of 8A. Uh, so back then, in this game, the winner went to the playoffs and the loser went home. Hey, can you imagine a 9-0 team missing the playoffs? Wild. It's just insane. Uh, but that region was really cool back then. It was Commerce, Banks, Union, Dawson, and Towns in 8A North. And then Academy, Social Circle, Buford, and Decula in 8A South. Uh, Jefferson was up in double A during that time. Uh, Commerce had a crazy good team. They had seven all-state players that season. Uh, Tracy Beasley, Terry Hancock, Scott Nunn, Rod Rucker, James Wood, Chip McClure, and current Commerce linebacking coach Chaz Hardy, who actually won the AJC Defensive Player of the Year that year. Uh, Banks was led by tailback Terry Allen, the eventual Clemson Tiger star who played 130 games and 10 seasons in the NFL where he rushed for over 8,000 yards. Uh, at this point in the career, in his career, Allen was a Banks County Leopard, and he had uh, 1,700 yards rushing, 20 touchdowns, and was averaging 9.5 yards per carry over there in Homer. Before the game, uh, Leopards coach Parsons said, Terry Allen will have to have a big game in order for us to beat Commerce. So uh, yesterday, I went to the Commerce Library. I was really excited about looking up this game, and I, I went into the Commerce History Room. You ever go up there to the library? <laughs> I need there? to. It's so cool. Uh, they have all of the editions of the Commerce News on in print and on microfilm. Uh, so I got out the microfilm and went to the November 6th, 1985 edition of the Commerce News to find out if Terry Allen did, in fact, have a good game. Um, the 1985 Commerce Banks game started out like many others in the series. 
According to the Commerce News, a jam-packed stadium with thousands of onlookers was filled with week-long pregame hype and eager to find out who would be the real cats. <laughs> People were everywhere. The stands were filled long before 7 p.m. They crowded the sideline to the point where people were bunched up against the players and the end zone and almost, if not at times, actually on the field, as well as covering the bank at one end of the stadium. To say the least, it would be a real family feud. Who who was the who was the who was the reporter on the scene there? I, did, I don't did you... know. It didn't have a byline because I really? looked at that. It didn't have Man, a byline. I wish I wish we knew who that was. Uh, huh. I think it's really interesting too because for younger commerce fans, this wasn't Banks County High School as it is now. This is Banks County High School, you know, back in the day over there on Fifty One. Do you remember that stadium? You remember how small it was? Dino, we used to play rec ball um, over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, vaguely. It was it was a tight. It was tighter than Tiger Field. So just imagining thousands of people there is insane. Um, on to the game. Commerce came out fired up and never looked back. The quote swarming bone crunching defense of Tiger Town forced five turnovers that night, including two interceptions thrown by Banks County star running back Terry Allen. Tiger defenders Hardy, McClure, and Dwayne Mitchell accounted for 36 tackles together. Um, On offense, the grinding wishbone attack of Commerce rushed for 316 yards and only attempted two passes. Uh, Four touchdowns and 159 yards on 19 carries came from Commerce back Rod Rucker. Of Rucker, Coach Lamb said, Terry Allen's a fine back, but Rod Rucker is pretty dang good himself. Uh, Allen did rush for 126 yards on 21 carries on the night, but it would be his last effort as a Banks County Leopard. The Commerce Tigers shut out the Banks County Leopards 34-0, won the region crown next week by beating Athens Academy, and made a Final Four run where they missed the state game, or the state title game by one score. So that is the Potluck Podcast uh, highlight game of the series for Commerce Banks County, the 1985 Commerce at Banks County game. Excellent, excellent stuff. Um, great story. I think that uh, one thing that I noticed was that that was the November 6th, 1985 edition of the Commerce News. I'd like to issue an edit. Part-time lover, Stevie Wonder, number one oh, on man. the billboard. Part-time lover. Part-time lover. So shout out to... Uh, Stevie Wonder there. Uh, I think we could. I think we could see a similar scene as far as the fanfare tomorrow night in Homer. What do you think, Sam? Well, when I read that in the paper, I was like, man, this is a game where both of these schools really turn up. And that last line of that turn opening up. paragraph was it. it oh, was, ho, 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 ho. Sorry, keep going. It was to be a real family feud, and that's one of the reasons why this game is so big. It's like. A lot of times there are families that are kind of split, like Commerce Banks. Uh, what you got, Dino? Guess the number one movie, November 1985. Is it Rocky Four? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a good sign. Hearts on fire, baby. That's a good sign. That's Eye of the Tiger. That is Eye of the Tiger. <sighs> Rising up to the challenge of our Is that a... Is that a... I think that is an that's omen. That's a good omen, isn't it? That's an omen. 
So yeah, yeah I think it's going to be packed. Uh, I, I kind of I phased out a little bit on what you said there, but I've heard reports that the stadium is under some somewhat of construction or they're adding something. So that hill where you can usually bring some like fold up chairs yeah. is not going to be available. available. So better get there early if you want to see. It's going to be packed. Yeah, going to be a lot of track standing. I might, go, I might just go stand on the track, honestly. Bring my chairs down there. Yeah. The only bad thing is you can't see very yeah, well. Yeah, you really the track. can't. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be there early. Um, I'm going to head up right can, after work. Maybe we can weasel our way up into the press box somehow. That'd be pretty cool. We they got a big. Weasel up in there. Weasel up in there. <laughs> they got a big press box. <laughs> what were you saying, Zon? Uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to look like it's just going to look like Woodstock out there. It's gonna be fun. I'm I'm super excited. There's gonna be people coming out coming out of all corners of Homer, alleyways, up from the basements, <laughs> down from the rivers. It's gonna be wild. It will be. Um, we hadn't really talked much about the Banks County football team this year, though. You know, we talked a lot about Commerce Banks County, but this is their best team in a long time. They're they're off to a four zero start. In fact, this is their best start since 1991, back when Banks was briefly ranked after beating Buford 16-15. to That's kind of crazy to think about, huh? Banks beating Buford. That is. That's insane. Uh, that was the season <laughs> we were talking about earlier where they were 6-0, and uh, and then they finished the year 1-3 and and ba- like barely missed the playoffs. Um, but... So far, they beat Johnson Gainesville in the season opener at home, forty-one to twenty. Beat Oglethorpe in their closest game of the year, twenty-one to fourteen at home. Uh, went on the road to Carnesville, beat Franklin forty-three to six, and then went on the road to Monroe and beat George Walton, shut them out thirty-three to nothing. Um, looking at their offense, I, I watched some some film on them uh, just a little bit. They are pretty explosive. They they score 34.5 points per game. That's 138 points on the season. A big reason is their transfer running back, Andrew Shockley, came over from East Hall, uh, number 14 on the field. He's already racked up through four games, 773 yards and 11 touchdowns, just on 83 carries. That means like one out of eight times he touches the ball, he scores. Um got 9.3 yards per carry and 300-plus yard games already. Um, his counterpart in the backfield is Aaron Scott, number one. Uh, he's rushed for 255 yards and five touchdowns uh, on just 23 carries. He's all the way up at 11.1 yards per carry. Uh, what they like to do a lot of the time is put Shockley back there in like a wildcat situation in the shotgun, and they'll just snap it to him and have everybody block for him. And it's been pretty effective. But when they don't do that, they have a pretty good quarterback, too. Uh, his name's Kane Griffin, Griffin, uh, number three on the field. He completes about half his pass passes for 237 yards, two touchdowns, and just one pick. Uh, Dino, have you seen or heard anything about Banks County's offense? This is the first time. Well, I've heard a lot, and I've heard about Shockley. Um, but I haven't been able to catch any film or anything. Yeah. I mean, the thing that sticks out to him <clears throat> about me is he's really energetic. He's a real high-effort guy, and he he doesn't go down easily. 
I, I watched a couple of plays from the Monroe, I mean the George Walton game, and it took like three or four guys to get him to the ground one time. Uh, broke a ton of tackles against Franklin County. Uh, defensively, they've been pretty stingy too. Allowed just 40 points on the season, 10 points per game. Uh, their main tackler is a linebacker, Cam Cooper. He's just a sophomore, uh, wears number 24 on the field. But I watched him, too, and, and he plays uh, really fast downhill. Honestly, he reminds me a little bit of Cole Hill, uh, if you were to look at, at linebackers. Maybe not as physical as Cole Hill. He's a little, he's younger. He's two years younger. But uh, he he's a good player. Um Defensive lineman Robert Walker is right behind him with 22 tackles. His statistics are 6'1", 232, number 72 on the field. And then uh, behind them are Bray Williams, number 34, and Aussie Jacobs, 22. Both of those guys have 13 tackles on the year. Um, So that's just a brief preview of their personnel and kind of their style. Dino, what do you think? some factors are going to be for the Tigers this Friday night on stopping this Banks County offense. Well, I've been going – sorry, I've been going through who they've played. And obviously, Oglethorpe's probably their best win. Mm-hmm. But, man, that George Walton win, that ain't – that George Walton win's pretty good. I mean, so Circle beat George Walton, George Walton by one score. Mm-hmm. And Banks County beat George Walton by what, thirty three nothing? Thirty three to nothing, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, Oglethorpe's three and one. Isn't that wild? That is pretty wild. Uh, other than that, the Johnson win is meh, whatever. Like they're awful. Frank County's awful. Uh the George Walton win's impressive and the Oglethorpe win seems like it's pretty good too. Um Wow. I don't know, Sam. What do you think? I think the key matchup, and I mentioned this before we went on air, but I think the key matchup is going to be Commerce front seven on defense, first Commerce or first Banks County's offensive line, and their blocking backs, uh, because you got you got to stop Shockley. He's going to be your ball carrier. He's had eighty three carrier carries. The next closest guy has only had twenty three, so he's going to be carrying the ball like seventy five percent of the time. You got to get him to the ground, and I think what we'll do with him defensively is similar to what we did to the quarterback at Southside, and spy. I think we'll probably have Mac Mullis in a spy, and then we'll run like a a four two five, and that means that our front four and those two backers are going to have to play really physically and defeat blocks. Um, so, but I think we can do it. I think if anything. Last week showed how physical we could be in between the trenches, like in the trenches, in between the tackles. Uh, and then offensively, like Commerce, we got to go out there and block, and we got to maintain drives. We did a really good job with that last week. We've had some big plays, um, which I, I think in this game, Commerce is going to have to score more than three touchdowns, I think, to win. Don't you? I, I I don't know I don't know Saul I I just don't know you don't you just not enough information I I just I, I'm I just don't know what to think about Banks County. But we'll find out tomorrow night or tonight. You know when you're listening to the show. What um 
What's your, what are you what are you feeling? What are you feeling? I'm like, feeling so? good. I which I, I like this team. I think we're a scrappy team. I think we play really tough. I think one thing that we have to do is we have to take care of the ball at times. We've been a little fumble prone, um, mainly against Hebron. Uh and then I think we can't have emotional penalties. This is gonna be a really emotional game. And at times, I've seen some of the Connors defenders get a little chippy on the sidelines. Yeah. We've got that, to that control can. ourselves. We that cannot ish, have that. That ish cannot happen. I think one edge where Connors is going to have a – or one area where Connors is going to have an edge is, is the punt game. I think with Colson Smith back there, he's he's put other offenses in really tough places. And I think he'll come up big. I think our secondary will come up big. And hopefully our defensive line will come up big. Uh, assuming Jaden does play and is healthy, I think he will receive a fair amount of jeering from the uh, Banks County Banks County faithful, yeah. wouldn't you? I th- I'd say so. Uh, I don't know how long he was at Banks County, but he was there long enough, I think. I think yeah. he was there for, what, two, three years? Yeah. So I, I'm sure there are some people over there that did not like him coming to Commerce, but Jaden's family—I mean, his family's a legacy in Commerce. We've seen, uh, yeah, I don't think that matters to Banks though. We've seen, uh, we've seen some crazy stuff on social media that was pointed out to us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that high schoolers now are a whole different they are, level. They <laughs> wild. Wild stuff. Like, uh, just look up Banks Barstool on Instagram, and I think I think you'll know what we're talking about. Just wild stuff, man. Going both ways too. Commerce people are, th- you know, doing the same thing on Instagram. Oh, really? Man. Seems like wild. I guess we would have done the same thing in high school though. So we just didn't have the technology. <laughs> we was on MySpace changing our topics. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and all that. So, um. What else? We got any closing thoughts? I mean, we got. I don't, I'm not doing a prediction, man. I really don't. I don't really want to. Okay. I think I'll throw a score up oh. there. I like Commerce 34. Whoa. Banks County 28. Whoa. I thought you were going to go a, a crazy draw. I thought you were going to go like 34 to 7. Oh, I'd love that. I mean, I would love that. Don't get me wrong. If the score is thirty-four to seven tomorrow, I will be jubilant. But I, I think the Banks County is going to get some breaks. They always do. You're they always the get some breaks. Points. Hmm? Taking the Tigers and the points oh, yeah. as four-point dogs. You're taking them outright. I'm really. taking them outright. So, yeah, I just don't know, man. This is Banks County Super Bowl. This is their. This is their season. I don't know. They may have the team this year, so they may do. You're not gonna predict? Uh, nah. I I I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I want it on the record. Okay. What I think is gonna happen. I think most people know. I think most people know that know my feelings about what's gonna happen. Okay. I let I let the listeners figure that out. Read, read into that. <laughs> figure that out amongst themselves. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Discipline, discipline football is a great kind of closing kind of thing. I think that's what you got to do. You just have to keep your head. You know? Yeah. Don't do anything stupid to get you thrown out of the game or whatever. 
Traditionally, Banks County will do stupid things in this game. They'll like, have a snap over the head. Yeah, like or, shoot themselves in the foot type stuff. Right. So yeah. as long as Commerce can mitigate that within themselves emotionally and just do their jobs, yeah. we can't think about, as much as me as a fan loves to look at this rivalry and say 32 and 2. But that ain't this year. You can't do that as a player. <laughs> you got to go out there and play every single play and do what you're supposed to. Like you got to cut all that noise out and let the fans enjoy it. But you got to go out there and do your job so you can enjoy it Saturday morning. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, they'll have a good good game plan. That's hopefully it'll be well executed. And should be a fun night. If if nothing else, it's going to be. I think the high is like seventy seven tomorrow, seventy six or something. It's already getting a little cool right now. Yeah. On this porch as we sit here. Um, Beautiful night, beautiful day of football tomorrow. One, you know, I hope everybody enjoys it because they're they're fleeting moments. I mean, we're almost halfway through the season here, so. Yeah. And tonight, it's now the first day of autumn. First day of fall. It feels like it. Isn't it? This it, is it finally autumn. lines up to where it feels like it's coming. It does. Um, um, one more thing about the game, time management. Commerce needs to improve gosh, on that's time been, management. That's been, a, it's been a tough struggle. A real thorn in our side this season. That has been a tough scene. Every tough single game we've had an issue with time management. So um, maybe we can we can take some steps forward in that aspect of the game. We hope to see you in Homer. Seven thirty. We'll all be up there. We'll have a we'll have a gang of people up there. Yeah, there's a lot of folks going. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get there really early. Like uncomfortable. Are you gonna early. get there at like four? Well, I get off. I'm closing tomorrow night at the post office, so I'll probably get up there at like five thirty. I've gotten to a game. I've got you know the earliest I've ever gotten to a game. Three o'clock. Shortly after, yes. <sighs> State championship, two thousand. Wow. I remember walking from the what's now the primary school. When school got out, went to my mom's classroom and walking up the hill into the and waiting in the, in the gate. Three o'clock. Got our seats too. At on top of the perch. Oh man. Fifty yard line. The best seats. Good stuff. Um so that's good. So you gonna save me a seat? Yeah. I'll save you <laughs> okay. a seat. Um, also, bring me some food. I can hustle some food in there. If you're if you're a Banks County administration person, uh, legally you can't hold this against me. <laughs> but I will sneak you some food in there, so that'd be cool. Um, also, we we're gonna be on a pregame show tomorrow. We are gonna be on the on a pregame show. You can catch the boys on a pregame show. Where can they find that, Uncle Sam? Uh, WDN WDUN uh, WDN. <laughs> Friday WD40. <laughs> I I admit the check. George I, W. Bush. <laughs> oh, it's getting late. I can't remember where they're going to be at tomorrow night. Probably maybe Habersham Lanier, but yeah, uh, probably there. They're they're going to do a preview call in, and uh, we'll talk to them about Commerce Banks. Dude, they might be at. Uh, no, you, you, I think they're going to be at Lumpkin. Lumpkin's playing who? Pickens. I think that's where they're going to be. That'd be a good game. I don't know. That'd be a good game. Either way, we're going to be on it. Yeah. And what time is that? 6.50. One more time for the listeners. 6.50. 6.50. We'll call in. So we're going to call in. Be sure to tune in and listen to us. I don't know what they're going to ask us. Probably Whew. Probably some, some hard-hitting questions. Um, yeah. So 
this is where we close it out. This is where I'm supposed to say some things and, and wrap it all up. But I really, I got nothing left. We're, we're, we're out of gas. The tank's empty. But it was, it's going to get refilled tonight, and it's going to get refilled tomorrow. Um, Let the tank runneth over. The tank will runneth over. Hope to see you all in Homer. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.